are literally disappearing. I think it's just too bright and it's uh super super dork yeah that's okay honestly i don't i don't need it i'm uh, i'm gonna go oh no no i'm gonna go oh natural i'm gonna go oh okay i like that a nice wintry uh wintry theme that's the one that you just had the san francisco one is the one that i use for all my meetings <laughs> i was gonna say here we go i also do the wintry theme with the uh with aurora borealis oh uh, yeah well, I almost forgot how we even start this because, uh, oh, hi, everyone. I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Andrew. And, and we're, we're over it. It. Ooh, it, is, it is good to be back. It has been so much has happened since we last spoke, which was, the, I think, the last episode of season two. So technically we're in season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to adopt a child to try to spice up the mix. Um, however, uh, I'm actually so much. So, so much has happened that uh especially uh to, to both of us separately and we've even had a chance to see each other together which was yeah. nice but uh dan if you would like to I, talk no um, i want to hear about what because i don't know anything how like tell me about you what's going on with you oh you don't need to know about me yes uh well i okay so i mean i had a, i had a, i had a real sh- i had a real shit christmas uh mm-hmm. you know in 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 um in layman's terms, I had a meltdown at my sister, which I never have meltdowns, but uh, let's just say five days in a row of being questioned on everything I was trying to do and being told how to do everything. Uh, I had a breaking point on Christmas and I almost ruined Christmas. Uh, and I know, ne- and I this is ne- new information. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, it's because it's because it's embarrassing. You know, I'm not that type of person, but it happens to everyone. It does. The problem is, and this is something that, um, like, this is where this is where I kind of I kind of made the decision that I probably will not be spending uh, any holidays this year with my family because I spent every holiday with them last year, and after, and honestly, it's just too much. And um, essentially, what it comes down to is, my sister's never going to change. She doesn't think the way she speaks to any of us is wrong, even though it is horribly wrong, and I don't like being spoken to that way so if she's not going to change why do i have to bend over backwards to change everything about how can you give an example yes so i will give you the example (laughs) i'll give you the example that happened on christmas so oh how how uh how timely uh on christmas uh we um you know and this is this was after mind you a good thanksgiving where it was a really fun thanksgiving where we cooked fine we had no issues it was great yeah it Um, sounded like everything was like going really well yeah, everything was going great. And so it was the day of, and you know, I, I didn't, I, I should have also asked for better presents. I just was like, yeah, I want stuff to clean my floors. So they gave me like nice floor cleaner. And I'm like, oh, like, thank you for getting me floor cleaner. I should have asked for, I don't know, like a Lego or something fun, but uh, neither here nor there. Uh, so my sister was making the, the, she was making a prime rib and I was gonna make a twice baked potato casserole, which I have made before. And my sister had asked me twice that day, what time are you going to start? I said, and I was being polite. I was like, if we're shooting to eat at 530, if I start at four, that's going to be fine. Mind you, this thing takes maybe 45 minutes to cook. And I've made it before. It does not take that long. I was being nice because I know that she likes to micromanage everything. That's fine. You know, no, no big issues, whatever. It rolls around to three 
or maybe even 3.30. And then they start filling up a pot of water. They're like, how many potatoes do you need? I said, well, why are we starting this now? And she's like, you're starting now. To my face, she goes, you're starting now. And I'm like, um, I don't need to start this right now. Like, yeah. this, this, this doesn't take that long to make. I've made this before. This is fine. She turns around and goes, you're starting now. Excuse me. I am not, I am not your servant. I am not a, 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 like a chef in your kitchen. Right. And also I've never been spoken to that way in many service industry jobs that I've like held. And I mind you, and I've had some like tough bosses. I've never been spoken yeah. to that way. And I, and I, and I, and I blew up and I just said, I'm not cooking this thing. And then I just, and then I just left. And then, you know, Angie tried to come in and she like matched my level. And then we got into a shouting match and that's like, and she like almost was like, Wait, what? Yeah, there was a whole thing because she she didn't like how like I responded. I'm like, yo, I don't care what what I like what I did was wrong, but my sister spoke to me so rudely that like I don't I don't want that. Are you kidding me? And And honestly, I am shocked that you said that because I feel like Angie should have come in. Like how I pictured it, what what I thought you were gonna say was she came in and she supported you. Like no. she said that that was rude. Of no, like no, person. no. I know that's what I'm saying. Like I'm surprised that that wasn't the reaction. Yo, you want to hear what I'm over? My oh, please. Angie always takes my sister's side. What? Always. Oh no. Is it like um? What I don't even know. What like what is that about? Have you brought it up? Yeah, because I'm like, and because that's the thing that that's what I I got really mad at my parents that night, too, because they're like, well, you know, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have blown up like that. I'm like, does no one care that I blew up because of the way that I'm being spoken to and had been spoken to? And they're like, well, when your sister acts like that, I just change the subject. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, if you're not going to stop, if you're not going to jump enabling, it's enabling. And if you're going to not jump in to like. And they even said like, oh, well, we're not going to jump in. And they're like, well, you should really apologize to your sister. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Because if you're not going to jump in, you can't tell me how to deal with this. And they're like, well, you know, you're going to have to talk to your sister about this. I'm like, no, I'm not going to say anything to her because she doesn't think she's wrong. She's going to maintain that she's right. Even though that is horribly rude and no one should ever speak to any person like that. My therapist even agrees. My therapist is like, what the fuck? That was an awful thing to talk to, to tell to yeah. somebody. I'm still a little steamed about it, but like, you know. I'm like the dif- the difference is it's like there is absolutely no way Hold that on. we yeah, go ahead. we're not we're not done with this though what so what like you so you got into like an argument with Angie what was her perspective she was like we don't do this here she's like she's we like, don't we- do that girl you don't even live there what do you I mean know, we don't like, do this here she's like she's like we don't do this during the holidays she's like you need she's like you need to like- oh no I mean that's the, I can see that though like Angie being very like the spirit of Christmas whatever yeah I get it. But I'm also like, yo, this is day five of being like, like read the riot act by my sister, like every whip stitch. And she was like dredging up shit just to get a rise out of me. Yeah. Like, like straight up. And there was um even like the day before on Christmas Eve, my mom, you know, she has been, she's been getting over a neck surgery. So she's been kind of, she's been kind of sick and she's been like, you know, tired. And so she comes out and she's like, she's like, I'm really hungry. I'm like, okay, look, let me make you, let me make you like, like a lunch so I made her like a salad and you know I'm chopping up some lettuce and my sister comes in doesn't even say anything just goes that's too much salad I'm like like, I'm like Katie I'm gonna I'm gonna handle it like I'm gonna I'm gonna save part of it I'm just chopping it all up now so it's ready for use later and then I get out a bag of spinach that she brought mind you a bag of spinach that she brought after we had already bought two bags of spinach 
right. used for something the next day. So mind you, this is her bag of spinach that needs to be used. And I grab it. She yells at me. She goes, she literally goes, Andrew, don't you dare use that. I need that for tomorrow. And I lost it on her because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? And then my mom was like, is everything okay? And I literally oh. go, and I literally go, as at the top of my voice, I go, is it Katie? Because I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, instead of coming at me at, with, with attack position on everything, and that I'm immediately in the wrong, you could say, hey, is that the spinach that we bought? Or like, hey, how much spinach are you going to use? Because I need that right. for tomorrow. But this doesn't even cross our damn mind. So this is just like, this is like the end of the time that I can just deal with this shit. And so like, I lost it on Christmas. I'm like, I ended up taking like a rage nap and then like, I had an awful Christmas. And then my parents were like, well, you really need to work on this with your sister. I'm like, no, I'm not working on it because she doesn't see that she's wrong. She doesn't see that she treats everyone in my family terribly. And it's like, if I like, you can't, why am I going to try to negotiate or try to like apologize to someone who doesn't see that they're wrong? Like the, to me, that makes no sense. So like, I just had a shitty Christmas and it was like, it was really rough. Like that was, it was the only time that I had fun over Christmas was the day before my sister got there and the day after my sister left. Everything else was just garbage. It was all just like. And how long and, was she there? For? Uh, I think we were there grand total of like seven or eight days and she was there for five or six. So oh, it was okay. like, so Chris, yeah, Christmas fucking sucked. And so, and like, I also just felt like I like that, that my sister is such a, cause my parents don't, they don't want to get into a thing with anybody. Um, they kind of just like acquiesced to everything that she wanted to do. And like, right. I like at so many times I was like, Hey, can we watch a Christmas movie? Everyone's like, no, I'm like, okay. Like, I guess just cause my sister doesn't want to, or like, we're like, we were afraid, like everybody in the house was afraid to do anything lest we incur the ire of my sister. And I'm like, that's just not, I don't want to walk around eggshells on Christmas. That's not fun for me. He's like, do you know how, do you know how bad it was? When we got on a Zoom call with Angie's family, I said, I said to Angie, I was like, I wish I was in LA with your entire family. This seems way more fun. I would rather go to fucking church during COVID. And so, yeah. <laughs> what about, um, I, I guess it's, so that was Christmas and then what was like that like since you fought with it with since you all fought what were like what did you all do after that like between the time that they left and that fight were you just like in your room the whole time like how do you how do you navigate that space once you have like a blow up like that oh that was tough because it was like on christmas so i was like shit i still have to like go yeah. out and eat and i got to like <laughs> go out and eat dinner so i just ate dinner very quietly i didn't have more than one glass of wine because you lord knows if i would have had two or three glasses of wine like there would have been i would have heard it from everybody so i just kept real quiet you know ate my pie was very quiet and then the next day we just had like breakfast didn't say anything um right like oh yeah and like straight up like i waited purposely until everyone else had been served and was eating breakfast before I did anything in the kitchen. Because I was like, if I do anything in this kitchen with my sister right now, she's going to yell at me again. And, and, and I don't know if I can handle that because I might just, I might actually lose it. So, so you didn't even cook yourself breakfast until everybody had finished theirs? Yeah, because I'm just like, this is how I have to take care of this because otherwise I'm going to lose it again. So then once they left, like my parents and I, we just literally just like, 
we just ordered pizza and hung out. Uh, yeah. And we and we just like re- we just like relaxed. Like we had leftovers. We fucking we watched Soul on on Pixar, like the Pixar movie Soul, which was excellent, by the way. And then the next day, you know, uh, the day that we left, I had to like I had to apologize to my parents again, even though I I got into it with my dad. And I, you know, I literally stormed away from him because he was like, well, you got to fix this. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, why is this on me when clearly there is somebody who isn't going to change? So if they're not going to change, why do I have to change? That makes no sense. Yeah. So why did you have to apologize to your dad? Because he, because it was awkward. And, you know, my dad doesn't like it when people yell at Christmas, Uh, whatever it is. It's like, oh my God, Andrew. (laughs) It was was dumb. I'm I'm still mad about it. So the next day I had to, I literally had to sit down to my parents and I had to tell them across the breakfast table, guys, like, I know that you have your way of dealing with Katie, but this is my sister who is the biggest source of trauma in my entire life. She still is a traumatic force in my life. Yeah. And I do not think you understand nor you cope the long-term damage she has done. So for me to react like this and for me to not have blown up earlier especially the way she talks to me about you guys and how she talks to me and how she's talked about my exes like right this is this is pretty part that like i'm surprised it hasn't happened before right and my parents were kind of shocked i'm like yeah like you can say anything you want about how you deal with katie but she's not your sister she is your daughter so you can just go i don't care you're my daughter whereas she's my sister that is way different i'm gonna have to live with her longer y'all gonna die and i'm the one who has to deal with it i didn't say that but that's you know but it's the truth but then literally like and and you know angie and i did have a did have like a little bit of like a heated time on the way back too because i was like i was like we gotta talk about this like i'm like i had to tell him like listen i don't appreciate how like you like came to my level like you really could have just left me alone and i would have like fizzled out and been fine but like you coming in there and us getting a screen match was a bad move and you shouldn't have like I wish you were on my side and she's not. And that was like that's the thing that is just is it's kind of tough to navigate where it's like, hey, you like what was her perspective since she like was already, you know, she just as you're I, saying on her side. Just like everybody else. They just thought that my reaction was ridiculous. And I'm like, uh like what? And you can't just say it is what it is when someone treats you like that that's like that's abuse are yeah. you kidding me so and here's the thing that i did bring up i was like as shitty as like as shitty as like you know my family can be no matter how shitty my sister is my brother-in-law is always on her side even if she's wrong he's always yeah. on her side whereas i'm like angie i wish you would do that same thing for me and i was like ooh. but then but wait got- so what did she how, 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 you can't uh, say that and then not tell me how she reacted to that she was like well <laughs> <laughs> But we did, we did come to an understanding that how I reacted was wrong and where I take most of my issue is how my sister treats, treats my family and how she speaks to me, like mm-hmm. and how she speaks to my mom and how she speaks to my dad. Like, like that's where I have a lot of issues with her. And, she has, and if she's never going to change, then why do I have to do anything about it? Like, if yeah. that's the way she is, like, I'm not going to change my entire life to fix, to fit hers when she is so clearly in the wrong. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, then once we got back to New York, everything was fine. You know, New Year's was actually really great. Um, yeah. You know, her bir- her surprise birthday party was really, really great. And honestly, other than um, you know the insurrection, yeah, right. It's been it's been an okay year. Loving <laughs> loving loving my loving my new apartment. Loving um, you know the 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 strides I'm taking at work. 
Uh, I believe it or not, I'm standing to make more money on gigs this month than I did last year this time. So nice. that's really weird and serendipitous. So, yeah. um, and I also ordered myself another nerdy, ugly sweater. Someone needs to stop me. Oh, but Dan, please. Now it's your time. So that I'm over Christmas and I'm, and I'm very much over spending time with my family, which, you know, I know I'm very blessed to have them, but yeah. this year there's, there's no times at the grouse this year. That's, and if, if my dad's listening to this podcast, like, fine he's he's one of our patrons that's fine you know what he's gonna hear it here first and uh i'll, I'll be sure i'll be sure to give them a whole earful and as my therapist has said she goes listen you don't have to do anything that's gonna hurt your mental like your mental health and i'm like oh this is a huge mental health trigger yeah. <laughs> but dan please please i mean at the same time it's one of those things where it's like you know you spent the year at your parents house i think you're justified spending the year at angie's house especially if that's you know what you want to do the main yes. reason why Tom um, Tom comes with me to Christmas and whatnot is because, you know, when he was in grad school, he spent mm. the majority of um, his time when he was in school with his parents. Mm. And so if I had to go to, um, if I had to fly east, or sorry, west, if I had to fly to the west coast, um, then I'd rather, you know, spend time with my family who I only get to see two or three times a year mm-hmm. um but after that you know it's going to be more of a conversation about you know where are we spending the holidays mm-hmm. um this year because I, I i recognize that it's also tough for their you know for his family to to not have him there although we do you know invite his parents to uh to our house they don't always want to travel you know what i mean they shouldn't have to travel all the time yeah and and also i just as much as I'm very hopeful for this, for the way that they're doing vaccines now and trying to actually tackle uh, COVID, I'm hoping to be able to travel. I mean, oh yeah, outside, I really think yeah. that I don't think that we're going to be completely open, but I think by June we're going to be in a much different place. Like I think at the very, and I was telling my um, my friend this before. Like I think we'll probably be at seventy five percent. We'll probably be open like mm. the um indoor dining will be around 75 percent, something like that by like end of june yeah I um see yeah especially like that was before i heard what was happening today which the Biden administration was you know buying additional like what it was a hundred thousand um additional vials of vaccine sure uh the commitment of like you know getting to the point where we're vaccinating a million and a half people a day which i think is like wild but which is hey, what we need i mean we've been needing yes i mean oh speaking 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 of covid dan don't, don't you have a little news for our listeners yeah so i finally <laughs> not that i was expecting to but uh i caught the bug the covid bug the rona the rona yeah i was really sad uh sad turn of events because i spent the whole time worrying about bringing it to my family <laughs> and then i ended up catching it from my family <laughs> <laughs> isn't it always that way twist. yeah <laughs> you know even my mom was like i'm gonna be so nervous about you flying like what if you get it on the flight and i was like i'm more nervous about giving it to you and then both of us were wrong because she got it and then gave it to me <laughs> um having been through it um i can attest that it is worse than the flu because i've had influenza a and b oh geez um before in my life and it was really annoying because i went to urgent care 
because my symptoms started on the 31st. Um, I remember being stressed out because I was helping my um, mom make food and all this stuff. And mind you, she was coughing all over everything. So she was coughing on the food. She was coughing (laughs) on, oh my gosh. She really thought it was a cold. And I was like, you sound terrible. Like, I know when you're sick, like, you know what I mean? Like when you, you, you know, when your parents have a cold or like, they're not feeling well. Yeah. But my mom, like her voice goes up like three octaves when she's not feeling well. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just becomes like very frail speaking and whatnot. Mm. And so I was like, you at the very least have a bad cold. But in the back of my mind, I was like, this is definitely COVID. But she <laughs> refused to, you know. And so on the 31st, I was helping her do all this stuff because I knew that she wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. And I remember that it was like 10, like 10 o'clock. I was like starting to like feel really tired. And then as the night went on, you know, it was 1130 and I was like, wow, I'm like really tired. I need to like sit down, lay down, take a nap or something. Mm-hmm. And then by like 1230, I was like, I need to be in bed. Like I need to just be asleep. When I woke yeah. up the next day, mm. the fatigue was in full force. Girl. Fatigue was in full force. I had um, I had a headache. I didn't have, or sorry, I had a fever. Mm. The next day, I developed chills and a headache. I had, uh, I didn't lose my sense of smell until like two or three days into that, uh, which is weird because usually people lose their smell first. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, it didn't go that route. And it just kind of felt like every day there was like a new layer of symptoms that like Mm -hmm. appeared. Eventually, I became nauseous. I had, nose congestion yeah um basically you know those lists of like what are your potential symptoms i had everything except for loss of taste and then trouble breathing um tom actually bought my mother and i pulse oximeters which are these little gadgets that you clamp onto your fingers and they tell Mm -hmm. you what your oxygen levels are and so my oxygen levels were around 96, 95, which is good because you want it to be within 98 to 95. That's where most people have their, their levels at. Oh, I'm at 99 like all the time. There you go. <laughs> uh, but my mother's, hers was like around 95 to 93, which is a little lower, but nothing to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. And that's what my, um, that's what her doctor told her when she called you know as long as it's above 92 you're fine if it's at 92 or below then give us a call and so she did not want to give them a call once it started like dipping below 92 it was like to 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 90 for a few days and then I went I remember I went to check on her and she was like oh it's at 87 and I was like yo So if it doesn't go back into the 90s by tonight, you know, then we need to to do something about this. And later on that night, she was like, you know, I told her to put on the pulse oximeter. Mm-hmm. 
and it was 85 and she was like no just give it a second and then like after a few seconds it went back up to 87 and i was like the fact that you need to wait for it to go back up <laughs> no 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 and i said you can either come with me and i'll take you to the hospital or I'll call you an ambulance but i'm not gonna let you stay yeah here you know by yourself not doing anything and so she called her uh, she called her urgent care mm -hmm. and they said at 87 you're too low for us to help you need to go to the emergency room oh goodness gracious yeah and so she did and luckily it was me her and tom tom had his antibodies because he already had covid in november yes so so for those of you that don't know um poor, poor dan and his and his uh basically is patient like zero for all this stuff it's just like <laughs> His partner had it. He had it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. But my father never got it. He was and he took, you know, two COVID tests and both of them came back negative. So he wow. was spared with it. Um, but we really ran the gambit because she after, you know, after a while started to develop more and more symptoms as well. So in addition to the. In addition to the low oxygen levels she was also starting to get lightheaded and all of these things oh no and so we took her to the hospital and as she was waiting uh in the waiting room she vomited and then fainted with uh with tom there with her so he oh. was able to kind of like goodness get her help and whatnot but um the good thing about that because she was embarrassed about it she doesn't remember doing it but um you know she had the clothes and everything um, but the good thing about it is they got her a room right away in the emergency room as a result of that. Um, Tom, I think, spent three or four hours with her in the hospital. And he said when he left, um, there were still people sitting in the same chairs that when we got there. So the fact that she that, that happened to her, while unfortunate, helped her get into, into a room. But it was so packed that a lot of the people that were in the emergency room were, you know, in hallways. Yeah, so it was lucky that she was able to do that because, or that she, that that happened when it did because it got her, her the room. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, because there was such limited space and we mm -hmm. went to a really good hospital, mm. uh, because there was such limited space, they, you know, she was one of the last people to get a room and then everybody else got um, placed in the hallway. Mm -hmm. um, at least until they were uh, able to get her a permanent room, right? Because mm -hmm. they put her in the ER. She was there for a full day. And they said, you know, we're doing these tests. We need to see what's going on. Uh, so her x-ray came back and it was negative. So there was nothing that showed up in her x-ray. Oh, that's good. But the CT scan came back. And they're like, actually, you do have uh, what looks like the beginnings of COVID pneumonia. Oh, goodness gracious. And they said, you know, the majority of people that pass away, pass away from COVID pneumonia. That is what is killing most of these people mm -hmm. because they wait until they can't breathe. And once you're at that point, you're probably at around 50 to 40 percent, um, you know, oxygen in your in your bloodstream yeah and that's where they lose about 80 percent of their of their patients oh um, my god so she was able to 
get admitted. She was there for five days. Uh, she actually got a beautiful room. I didn't get to go because I had COVID as well, but Tom told me that she had a giant room. Mm. Um, she had her own bathroom, like mm -hmm. no, no one else in the, in the room with her. That's good. So yeah. So she was able to just kind of focus on, you know, as much as you can rest because they wake you up at all times to do blood work and whatnot. But I, I tell people she got the Donald Trump treatment, not because he's any good, but the quality of his care was yes, good. Yes, the quality of, of the care. Yeah. So she got the resendivir. She got the platelets for the antibodies. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. got all of that stuff. And now she's recovered. She's still on oxygen or she mm -hmm. still has oxygen because she has to wean herself off of it. Sure, sure. But, um, you know, she's in a much better place than she was. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, obviously keep us up to date, uh, Dan. And also, you know, I'm very curious about kind of because a lot of the stuff coming out now is people, you know, like the long term. Oh, long uh, COVID, stuff. yeah. Oh, my God. And like, you know, because that's that's the stuff that to me is is, is really scary. Um, luckily, I still haven't got it. Uh, there was one day where Angie swore I got it. But oh I now to be fair any sort of anytime there's like a cough or a sneeze it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. covid but you know i i have a i uh because i had um like undiagnosed like walking pneumonia for like mm. in my 20s and i trust me like it comes up every year i get like you know congestion get a sinus um, thing yeah. and i was like oh i know exactly what this is it's yep. all i need is uh you know three days of nyquil and some sleep and i'll be fine yep. and he's just and he's like no you have to go to urgent care now yep. fine yep. Went to urgent care, wasted my whole goddamn day because CityMD, go fuck uh -oh. yourself. I am so over you and your $75 for the rapid COVID test. Yep. Not only did I get a rapid COVID test, I also got a rapid strep test, negative on both. They're like, yep. good. I was like, I told you. And the guy literally goes, yeah, you just have this like viral sinus thing. I'm like, yeah, I know. I didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to be that guy, but I was like, yeah, thanks. No, but, but it's true. It's one of those things. I used to get strep every year. I know when my body gets strep. Yes, you know? yes. But um, it's like, it's also one of those things too that um, I also, you know, like I'm also glad that I got it, got it. Like, you know, I will never say no to like getting tested. I just think that there's better ways to do it. And I'm, that's, yeah. that's the thing that I'm kind of, I'm dissatisfied with CityMD is like, there's just so many people because it is a walk-in. It's like, you get there at like 7 a.m. They take down your number. They're like, we'll text you in five hours. You show up and then they're so overstaffed. They just like rotating doctors and blah, blah, blah. And they also don't know how to take blood pressure. Oh. Like, no, seriously, like they like they would take it on on my dominant arm over my yeah. clothes. And then they're like, yeah, your blood pressure is like 150 over 90. I'm like, yeah, because you took it over my clothes. Yeah. Like and you're and you suck. I hate you. So like the, and <laughs> I remember one doctor's like, you have really high blood pressure. I was like, yeah, I also told your attending nurse that like I self monitor at home and I have blood pressure medicine. She's yeah. Like, yeah, well, you need to, you should probably go to your, your primary. And so I took it for two weeks. I did it like once in the morning, once at night for two weeks. Yeah. And at no point was I over like 130 over 85. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, get, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, especially like, when you're sick, you're, you're, when you are sick, your blood pressure goes up because it's yeah. your body fighting the infection. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just like, also don't take stuff over people's clothes. Like yeah. I have three layers on and like, no wonder. But to be fair, other mm -hmm. states have it worse. Like yes. in Nevada, 90% of the places that I wanted to go to get my COVID test required an appointment. Some you of know, them required a referral. 
that's I, that's the nice thing about New York. And I did find out that I live very close to a medical center here in Bushwick called the Wyckoff Medical Center. And apparently mm-hmm. it's by appointment. But if you call first thing in the morning, they're pretty quick. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I can do that. You know, that feels good. So um, uh, I w- I'm, I'm excited that we get to start off 2021 with a with a nice session, a little bit of over itness. Um, yeah. With like, I'll I'll text you and let's uh, let's do it again real soon. Yeah, sounds good. And with that, and with that, thanks everyone for listening. As always, please, please, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at we're underscore over underscore it. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash over it for bloopers, deep dives, and other exclusive content. You can also find all of our social media links via Patreon as well. And wish we had better audio. Well, us too. Help us deliver high-quality content by making a one-time donation at either our Anchor page or via ko-fi.com. That is ko-fi.com slash over it with Dandrew. That's all one word, and that's D-A-N-D-R-E-W. Finally, please take a few minutes to give us not a one, not a two, but a five-star review on iTunes Podcast. The reviews really help us grow our membership and connect with other folks who are also over it. With that, I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. And we're over it. it.